Isn't this a game? I just I started guess. doing things with my hands. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and people of the earth. Um, my name is Cade Hughesby. Today, we have a very special guest on the Sit Down Comics podcast, the podcast where myself and our co-host, Riley Chapman, who's not with us today, mm. um, we, we talk to people who we know who like comedy, and we try to just kind of pick their brain and try to make a friend in the process. So today we have that was a really good <laughs> elevator pitch for your podcast. That was like my my go-to elevator pitch. You know, when I'm in the elevator with an executive, it always ends with and then we make a new friend. Yeah, <laughs> we make a friend in the process with ourselves, with our guests. So today we have Hannah Hannah Ch- Hannah Sheselsky. <laughs> Hannah Sheselsky. Hannah Sheselsky. Just edit it so it sounds like you did it right the first time. Shashelsky. Please introduce yourself. My name is Hannah Shashelsky. What? <laughs> or, <laughs> or Hannah. Don't make me do my stand up. <laughs> I'm literally set, doing like, her stand up. I won't. Um, uh, how do I introduce myself? Talk to us about. Let's start with your name. Done. <laughs> your major. And what what you do with comedy, what does comedy do with you? Oh, okay. So as I've said probably a couple of times, my name is Anna <laughs> Shashelsky. Um, I major at USC. I major in um, writing for screen and television. Mm. Yeah. It's a hard program to get into. It is very hard to yes. get into, which they like reiterate constantly. Which is like a lot of pressure. Do they say that Harvard Law School? Yes, thing? all the time. They're always like, it's harder to get in here than it is to get into Harvard Law School. And it's like, that, yeah, but like, I'm not like saving. First lives. of all, who the fuck wants to go to Harvard Law School? <laughs> okay. Harvard Law school. Who wants to be a lawyer? Well, I mean, I could be a lawyer, I guess. Yeah. But like, but like, you know what I mean? Like, that's just so much pressure. Like, going to Harvard Law School, I don't fuck with it. No, I agree. And I think. The same could be said for <laughs> Who wants to do it? Who wants it? What am I doing here? Um, so you are a comedian, and you... Tell us about what your first experience is with doing comedy as a performance. Mm, doing comedy. I did theater for a really, really long time. Like, I did high school theater and community theater mm-hmm. for, like, seven or eight years, probably. Community theater. Community Ooh, theater. How was that? Strange. As it is. It's like a weird place to grow up when Mm -hmm. you're like in your formative years and you're like the ugliest you'll ever be. (laughs) But like the thing you're doing the most of is like performing on stage, like like presenting yourself to people, but like you look terrible. There are so many pictures of me with like straight across bangs. Oof. (laughs) Yeah. That's hot. What was that? That's cool. (laughs) And I... (laughs) Um, Look at this candor we have going on. Can- <laughs> <laughs> We're so... candor. <laughs> um, is candor the right word? It's been banter. 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 Dude, where is, the fuck did candor come from? Candor is like... It's honesty, right? Like when you're... Like, because that's, I guess, still applies here. I guess it's here, applicable. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I knew it's I'm not, not what you meant. a total <laughs> dumbass. Um, so oh, you did community God. theater. I did theater forever and ever. Um, and I always wanted to be, like, the ingenue, like, lead, and mm-hmm. I never of got course. to be the ingenue lead, because, like, instead they would be like, you get to be the old woman. And so I always got to be, like, these, like, comedic side characters and things. 
Which at the time I was like, this sucks. Because right. again, you know when you're like 13 years old and you're ugly and yeah. you like just want to feel pretty like And you one expect time. the lead. And you expect the lead constantly. Yeah. Like I was always like, I'm going to be Belle. And then they'd be like, you're going to be the little boy. <laughs> so you're I the was, beast. I literally, I, I was in Beauty and the Beast twice. Both times I oh, was wow. like, I really would love to be Belle. The first time I was LeFou. What's LeFou? That's Gaston's, like, sidekick. Oh, no. (laughs) He's, like, short and fat. Were they lovers in the new movie? In the new movie, I think, like, LeFou (laughs) had, like, a thing for Gaston. Yeah, yeah. The name LeFou. was, like, attracted to... Yeah, which know. is how I played it when that's, I that's hot. played LeFou. That's, that's, like, <laughs> that's the only way I played LeFou. You know, you got yeah. yeah, you're right. That's the character. And then the second time we did it, I was Mrs. Potts, who's also equally like soul-crushing. <laughs> like for a teenage girl to be like, you're going to be the fat old lady. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, cool. I'm a little teapot. <laughs> That is from Beauty and the Beast. Um, But I, so I was always doing these like side comedic roles, but then I was like, this, you know, this could be kind of a fun thing. And then when I was like, I think probably a sophomore or junior in high school, I was really involved in my high school theater and we wanted to do, yeah. So was Robert, I think, right? Really? Yeah, it was. Yeah. We did Beauty and the Beast as well. Uh, but I was like one of the background soldiers or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, our, our theater program is really weird because we I went to math and science high school, so it was a very low budget. Uh, so they literally <laughs> nice. like, so it, we didn't even have a theater. We were literally like performing in classrooms. But oh, it was kind of but yeah. Horrifying. It was it was crazy, but it was it was interesting. It was like, have you ever been to like those theater box theaters in like Hollywood yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff? It was like that exact setup. Like we would take like two classrooms and like make them one and then nice. have a whole audience and then just have about like the this living room size of like stage and and then just perform in front of them so, yeah. like, so were you, was it good was it, it was it was, it was interesting it was very intimate yeah intimate. Like, yeah that's true yeah you you would literally i would be right here and the audience member would be like on this couch i did, <laughs> a, lot of, I did a lot of shit like that yeah For like no real reason because like yeah. we had an auditorium mm-hmm. with a theater but like occasionally we would do plays where we would be like we're gonna be really close and then we're gonna put the audience like in chairs on right. the stage yeah. and I was that's like cool. it's cool but we also didn't have to mm. there was a <laughs> lot of chairs and I mean like, I guess it's like part of the style of like those shows right. and I don't know anything yeah. who am I to be like this seems stupid because I'm an idiot <laughs> and I like, don't know anything about this seems stupid I'm not the lead <laughs> that's for, yeah you're right never the lead but then i like uh my best friend and i decided we were going to put on like a sketch comedy show to raise money for our theater department oh, wow and the first year it was like a travesty it was mm. so bad we just like got people to it was like cabaret they were style. like this girl isn't the lead what is she yeah, doing like, what is she doing here <laughs> she should be bell <laughs> and then I, like, wrote all these, like, monologue jokes for it because I, like, watched Late Night right. and I thought I was funny and some of them were fine and some of them were really bad. But your name's not Jimmy. You're right. You can only write for Late Night. Exactly. If you're named Jimmy. Sorry. <laughs> Good little... Good little joke there. Yeah. And then the next year was, like, 
it had been like the 40th like anniversary of SNL when they did that whole special and I was that watching was it and I was like we could do like an SNL style like sketch show mm-hmm. and like actually plan it and like write the sketches and then we did that and it like nice. still wasn't good okay but like for teenagers <laughs> another failure teenagers are idiots so right, like, right it still right. was pretty good for teenagers mm-hmm. and then i was like maybe that i i could embrace the fact that i'm never gonna be <laughs> the lead <laughs> and, like, and just get off the stage altogether start writing together, start, start producing writing. that's pretty much yeah. where it went <laughs> So for that like SNL thing in high school, were you yeah. like mainly writing or doing both, like doing everything? Yeah. 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 We did everything. It was, so it was my best friend, Nikki and I, okay. and we were like, we're like Tina and Amy. You are. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know her. I don't. She could be fake. She could be imagine- a friend of your imagination. <laughs> an imaginary friend. You think I made up an imaginary friend for this? Well, I don't know. Maybe you guys had candor. <laughs> hey uh guys that was a callback to an earlier joke don't know if you guys remember that and a callback is <laughs> <laughs> let's mansplain comedy for the next hour um yeah but i did everything like we wrote Stop. where are you going you got the sad voice for listeners, for listeners who aren't watching the video he's just cinched up his hoodie like all around his face i'm going into a britney face i'm gonna shave off my hair next I think you could pull it off. Um, so, sorry to make it all about me. Um, let's return to our you. guest. <laughs> Hannah. Yes. After high school, where oh. did comedy take you? Well, I came to USC, obviously. Mm-hmm. On your first try? On my first nice. try. Oh. Ooh. Is that like, did somebody here not get in on their first try? Or well, is that just like a thing? Yeah. Some yeah, people me. don't. Yeah. I know some people don't, but I wasn't sure if it was like a pointed thing. Well, it's harder to give it in the Harvard Law. I mean, that's a callback. Harvard Law, callback. I applied like two, like two times before I like, or three times before I like. I got in on my third try, essentially. Nice. Yeah. I mean, I Kevin Feige, what, like six tries? I don't yeah. think I would have tried again. I think my pride would have been too wounded. Me too. Which is not good. You should never, like, give up on something. Yeah, no. But I, like, constantly am giving up on things that yeah. I haven't the first time. Like, <laughs> it's amazing I'm stuck with comedy this time. Yeah, long. it is. Because, yeah, so I came to college and I, like, basically I, like, knew that I wasn't going to be able to do theater that much anymore. Like, I loved theater, but, like, you can't do theater as much. Unless you're in, like, like the unless drama. Unless you're in a theater program. Yeah. And unless you, like, know people who Mm -hmm. are doing, like, independent student productions and things. So I was, like, I need to, like, find a new outlet for creativity, like, a new place to meet people. And then I came here and I applied for Sack of Troy, which is the satire paper, like, in the style of The Onion. I applied. I got in. I, like, met people through that who then, like, brought me into, like, other channels of, like, comedy. And, I mean, I had always been into comedy as evidenced by, like, my high school, like, many attempts at like doing a sketch show uh but it was like the first time where i was like actively like doing it all right. the time uh which was good for me in that it was like it's constant practice but yeah. it's also bad because then it like consumes you and then it's your whole <laughs> life is just like trying to be a comedian all the time and like <laughs> trying to like be funny yeah. and like always on yeah which is... did you meet Ky- like when you joined sack of troy did you meet kylie who yeah. kylie harrington was also a guest kylie on the harrington. podcast yeah, Kylie and I joined at, like, the same time. Okay. Because we're the same year. And, so and now you run like, that shit. And so. now we do run that shit. So, yeah. So, after my first year there, um, basically, 
the former editor-in-chief and president like approached me and uh, my friend Christine and they were like we really think you guys should apply mm -hmm. for next year and we were like okay so we applied to take over and nobody else applied so it was like nice I had no competition. It's not like a grand accomplishment yeah. that I get to be the editor in chief. I was right. the only person who applied, but everyone there is like it was when, like when no one else applies, they still do an election. So it was still like wow. you can either vote for Hannah or you can vote no confidence and be like I don't think Hannah should do it. I think we should have no one. Run I think this. we should have no one run this over <laughs> Hannah running it. But Damn. enough people didn't do that, and so yeah. So now I'm the editor-in-chief kylie is the um, Woo! Woo! and then kylie dear sweet kylie is the managing editor slash she's our copy editor mm. she what does your job entail there at track uh, sack of troy sack of track of troy, of troy. <laughs> um so basically every week we like come in and everyone brings like their pitches for headlines that they want to write for articles mm -hmm. And this was a system that was developed by the last editor-in-chief. Like, I can't nice. take credit for yeah. the way this thing is run. I just do yeah. what has been done. Right. And it's good. And it's a lot of it is based on the way The Onion runs their oh, pitch cool. room. So they bring in pitches, and we just go around the table, and everyone gives their pitches. Nice. And then I'll tell people to, like, highlight pitches that, like, stand out to me that I think are good or think have potential. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the meeting... Everyone writes them down, and they all give me their pitches, and then I basically go home, and then I decide which ones I want to run, and then I tell people to write them, and then it's basically just a back and forth with me and the writers, like, giving them notes and, like, mm -hmm. edits and things on their articles, and then when it's ready to go up, I send it to Kylie, and she makes sure that it makes sense, like, right. grammar and spelling-wise, Yeah. and then I'm in charge of uh, publishing it on our website. So when you filter through those pitches, do you also have to tell people when they don't get their story like do you also notify them like hey we're not running your story well no i just tell them every week i'm just like a highlight isn't the same as like an assignment okay. you just know like that weekend if you get an assignment you do it and if you don't you just don't worry till you get another assignment gotcha. basically it's like not like i don't have to constantly like go through like yeah. the rejection <laughs> process every damn week. that would be tough that would be horrifying yeah i would hate this job yeah. it's hard enough to like have to reject people when they apply in the first right. place right that's painful god damn it's really awful it's the worst i like Christine's our president, and she's the love of my life and my savior. And every week, I'm just like, eh, I don't know. They all seem nice. Yeah, I'm sure they're great people. And Christine has to be like, we can't let everyone in. <laughs> oh, man. It sounds like some border control. Christine's just really good at her <laughs> job. I think I've met Christine. I hope Christine, you probably have At met the breakdown? Yes. yes. Christine ran the breakdown. I hope Christine watches any part of this. Christine, Shout I out. love you. She's very talented from what I can uh, She's a surmise. star. Yeah. Um, so, like, when you when you started at Sack of Troy, were you writing your own assignments? Yeah, basically. I didn't get anything published until, like, the end of my first semester. Mm -hmm. I had some things written that, like, went through the editing process, but I didn't get published till December. Wow. But, yeah, you just... I would come in every week with like three to five pitches. And after like the first couple of weeks, I started to be like, I don't think I'm that good at this. And right. I like went away for like two weeks yeah. and didn't come. <laughs> and then I saw the, one of the like old, like, um, e-board members who was like, Hey, you should come back to Sack of Troy. Nice. And then I was like, they're right. I'm a genius. <laughs> I like immediately shot back up and was like, yeah, I'm hilarious. And then yeah. I came back and I immediately started doing better. Cause I was like more confident about it. 
And then uh, this semester you did intro to stand-up, right? I did. Yes. How do you know that? Well, I know that because I was in your class, and we saw each other every Friday. Are you doing ASMR right now? I like doing ASMR. I'm going to do some ASMR. Send chills up and down if you're I have some candy wrappers in my purse. Should I crinkle them no. up? <laughs> this somehow turns into ASMR every single time. <laughs> does uh, it? It Good. really does. Good. Um, we have a niche audience, ASMR. Um, ASMR, ASMR, two assholes and talk co- about comedy. comedy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. So, what was like that whole stand? Like, going into this intro to stand up class, was this like your first time ever doing stand up, or do you just want to like get to know it more? I had done a little stand up before. I had just been doing like open mics on campus, pretty much. I had like dabbled a little in high school. I had like written some stand up that I only ever performed like two times <laughs> because mm. I got like. It was like, it's nerve wracking to do stand up and it's extra nerve wracking to do stand up in the Midwest where like, like, your brain doesn't like compute with other people's brains. Yeah. I had a friend one time talking about how like she did stand up like in Missouri and like people like didn't get her like gay jokes about like wearing a flannel and making her a lesbian. They just like didn't get it. They took offense. (laughs) They were offended that she would dare (laughs) speak about being gay. Yeah. Um, But I, yeah, so it was like. It was super nerve-wracking, and then I came, and I started doing it a little bit around campus at the Us Comedians um, open mic nights, mm-hmm. and, but I, like, I wasn't really, I didn't really know how to, like, write a set or anything. I knew how to right. write jokes, and I would sort of just come into Us Comedians, like, every couple of weeks with just, like, my phone, and I would just, like, tell a story that I thought was pretty funny, or, like, read a bunch of, like, jokes that I had that I thought were pretty funny, and it, like, was fine, but it was no way to, like sustain myself like as a writer to yeah. like, actually get good at like, it like grow to like grow as a stand-up yeah. so then i took this class that you were also in and you took and it did you take it with uh kylie and roma and alex or did you take it just coincidentally it was kind of coincidentally i like when we were all like signing up for classes i was like i think i'm gonna take stand-up and roma was like me too and so was alex and then kylie uh, told me something about taking it and she was like I think I might switch into like an earlier class though because I don't want to take a class at 6pm on a yeah. Friday and I was like I'm in that class and then she was like I guess I'll stay yeah. so I like did make her stay what did you it. think about like the time frame Um, I mean it's a weird time to have a class but it feels like the right time to do comedy I agree it like, kind of just felt like every Friday I'd like go watch comedy and then also like go up on stage Yeah. and just like see what happens yeah, yeah. it felt like it was Fridays were kind of annoying for me just because I had, like, my, like, major screenwriting class in the morning. Same. And, like, Sack of for Troy. production, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, like, you can't, like, choose your major classes. They just put you in one. And why are they on Fridays? They're like, always on Fridays. What the fuck? I don't have any classes on Friday next semester. Nice. I'm, so I'm trying to pull that off, too. Thank you. What about you, Robert? Do you have any classes uh, on Fridays? No, fortunately, <clears throat> my schedule next semester worked out where I only have classes on Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, my so God. So I'm super lucky. Uh, this is my <laughs> senior year, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ho- hopefully it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's all hope so. Yeah, I mean, that's just because uh, we're all in the film school, right? I mean, I'm yeah. cinema media studies, your production. 
your screenwriting. Wow. Yeah, so yeah. Look at us. Time. All the ones that matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, animation majors. Sorry, animation. Just kidding. You guys are doing a lot of really hard work that I don't understand. <laughs> right, right. The gaming industry, apparently. Map, I don't know what map is. I'm sure you're doing. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm at like. I keep like. I'm the map. Shout out. meeting people who are in MAP and I'm like so what is MAP and they're like hmm <laughs> <laughs> I'm like oh man yeah MAP I mean there's <laughs> animation isn't there also the business crossover major or whatever true or? there's business of cinematic arts right right I mean I know that's, those guys are you know doing yeah. something yeah they're Marshall snakes but that's <laughs> make no mistake okay <laughs> I can, like don't know if they like which which school they're in though. Do they count as Marshall SCA or do they count as both? I don't know. I, I don't think know. it's both. I do they know. count as both? I feel like I'm too territorial for that shit. Like I know one person <laughs> that got into SCA uh, business of cinematic arts and they got into Marshall, like when oh, they got in. Right. So. Uh, who knows? It's like Wizards it on have... Deck with Hannah Montana. It's like nobody knows what show it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just... Best of both worlds. It's just a crossover. Yeah, it's a crossover. Oh. Did you watch Disney growing up? Because I was yeah. a huge Disney TV fan. Yeah, of course I did. What was like your top show? Oh, Phil of the Future. Oh, oh fuck. That's yeah. a deep cut. Deep cut. Yeah. Damn. I was a big Phil of the Future fan, and it was really upsetting because it only lasted two seasons. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was the best show. When I was younger, it seemed like that show was on all the time. I don't know, two seasons. I, like, it was only after two seasons. I guess they probably still played it in reruns for yeah. afterwards. Like, but it, it felt like those TV shows lasted forever because they show reruns. Because they're just all, always showing all the time. Them. And yeah. when you're like a kid, you don't have a concept yeah. of like how TV works, so right. you don't like know when new episodes totally. are really yeah, gonna exactly. happen. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to like go on on demand, um, like for the cable company that my family had, like you could get Disney on demand for free and they would release the episodes like a day before they would come out on on demand. So I'd be all over that shit. And uh, I mean, for the, like personally, like that's a Raven was like my favorite. Um, (laughs) but then like, if I had to rank them, it'd probably be like, that's a Raven, then sweet life, then Hannah Montana. Uh, then, like, what were some other ones? Like, um, then Phil of the Future, I guess. Yeah, are um, we not going to talk about Wizards of Waverly Place? Oh, yeah, Wizards of Waverly Place. I've never even watched that much Wizards of Waverly Place, which people are always upset what? about. I know. That one I probably have I the know. fondest memories of, like, watching. I mean, I still loved, of course, That's So Raven. Yeah, uh, I Phineas really did. Phineas and Ferb love... was another one. Yeah, was... I really did love That So Raven. Oh, I hated Phineas and Ferb. Why? No offense. <laughs> Why? Wait, really? I just thought that shit was so stupid. Oh, like, man. It's like. Like, summer ends. Like, you need to realize good things don't last. Like, that is a lesson that needs to be learned at a young age. If you, like, look back on it now, though, it's probably the best written, like, Disney show there was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Rick and Morty. It's like Disney's Rick and Morty. Exactly. It's, like, pretty tight. Yeah. They have a good Uh, model, I feel like. It does have a really good model. And I think the jokes are probably pretty... I like. I'm saying this like I don't have like that much proof to like back it up, but I feel like what I've seen recently, I'm like that show was pretty damn yeah. good. I mean, maybe just I was. Maybe I've just been blind. Yeah, they to... have the musical sequences I mean, every, every yeah, episode too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you can't deny. Wait, it. they had a musical sequence every episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I, yeah. That just went over my head, I guess. But that's pretty advanced. That's like, like some Damien Chazelle, like. <laughs> some Damien. <laughs> <laughs> Damien 
Jason Verb was the precursor to Damien Chazelle's success. <laughs> <laughs> Damien Chazelle owes his Oscar. <laughs> to the green-haired Ferb who didn't talk. I mean, what resonated with me about that show was Doofenshmirtz, right? Because yeah. because Doofenshmirtz would talk about the tri-state area and like being from New York, like I was all about the tri-state area. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, I feel included. I feel represented you on felt the show. Represented by Doofenshmirtz. By Doofenshmirtz, <laughs> you know, the the guy who was always trying to like do good and <laughs> representation yeah. matters. Yeah, yeah Doofenshmirtz. He, I, I never really felt like he was the bad guy. Like he always had good intents. Yeah, exactly. He's, okay, he's, wait, wait. <laughs> flashbacks. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that was some of like the saddest shit I've ever seen. It's starting to sound like you did like Phineas I, and You Herb. know, maybe I did. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like. Uh, I don't know. No, I just. I just wouldn't like go on on demand to watch Phineas and Ferb. Mm, you know? you just catch it like, like catch then it. or now. Both. Okay. <laughs> Both. Yeah, That's I would just a good answer. I would catch like reruns and I'd deal with it. Like I'd let it happen to me. Mm. You know, <laughs> I would like seek out Phineas and Ferb. But what shocked me about that show was like Ashley Tisdale was like the main sister, right? Yeah. 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 She was Candace. Candace. Yeah. Candace. Yeah. yeah. And who voiced Pler- Perry the platypus? Was that? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it had a <laughs> he had. He made the platypus noises, which are just like that. I can't do it. Like something oh, was, I think I think in do. one of the movies he did have a voice, like one of the Phineas and Ferb uh, movies. There was a movie. I think so. Yeah. Oh no. It was like one. Yeah, of those I don't have. Oh, I guess. Yeah, I don't have like strong memories of that happening. I mean, but I, I do believe <laughs> that it happened. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure either, but. Mm. Yeah, uh, Perry had the coolest storyline, the whole spy thing. Yeah, um, that was pretty dope, stuff. I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I guess. You know what? Like, this is a slow conversion for you. Conversion hey, therapy. Conversion therapy, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Mike Pence, <laughs> where you at? Topical. Now, Man. Sp- speaking of like disturbing flashbacks, I don't know if you ever watched uh, 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 Courage to Cowardly Dog. Oh, oh man! I couldn't. I saw it when I was like too young. Yeah, and yeah. then I like never watched it again because I was too young. <laughs> I did have, I don't know if it was maybe it was it was either like a McDonald's Happy Meal toy or like a Subway like kids meal toy that mm-hmm. was a Courage the Cowardly Dog toy, and it was an awesome toy because all that mattered was that you would like press a button and his teeth would chatter. Oh no! Because he was scared. Yeah. I never watched that show, but that toy was like dog. here. Send this dog into trauma. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eustace, like that was part of it, right? Yeah, you yeah. just remember the name Eustace. Eustace and oh, um, Muriel. Muriel, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I bet you could find some like crazy conspiracies online. Like that show was like brainwashing kids to like yeah, corrupt the government or something. Like the uh, like sellout like lobbyists. So, like Illuminati propaganda or something. If there's yeah. not, you could start it. I just did. <laughs> Um, yeah, but that show was too scary. Yeah, it was horrifying. Yeah. Um, what other shows, like, brought me up? Um, Some episodes of Spongebob were... Oh, Spongebob's fundamental. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's, some, there's some parts. I mean, whenever they did, like, the close-ups on people, I thought that was, like... Oh, yeah. The <laughs> close-ups! Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
what like Squidward like tired at work? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit, this guy's actually going through some shit. Like, <laughs> he's not just a squid with a clarinet. Man, know? and what was that one episode the hash thinking slasher? The oh, hash mash bringing, <laughs> cash which, singing, which is a really weird like entry into Nosferatu. Yeah, it, is. it really is. Yeah, Nosferatu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are they pandering to with that joke? What kid was gonna like that? Joke? Like the fifty-year-old dad. Like, yeah, it's sitting for, like it's even then. Right. I don't know any parents who are like into Nosferatu. Right, right. It's like, hey, mom, do you really like the cabinet of Dr. Caligari? <laughs> if you're really into German expressionism, you're gonna love this episode of SpongeBob. Oh my God, Riley's in Germany right now. We should like. Him. It's probably hey, that Nosferatu. That Nosferatu life, Nosferatu life Nosferatu flicking life. off and on the the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, not to say it's not a great joke. It's a real great like cop out ending to yeah, that episode. Re- they, they gave up. Like Jeff Kinney was like, "All right, oh, what can we use here?" I'm tired. Yeah. We did like a slime thing with the walls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was scary too. Yeah. A lot of these shows were scary looking back at it. Oh, definitely. I yeah. mean, yeah, they don't make them the same anymore. No. Like, what Kids was that show? Too easy. Yeah, I want to make like a video essay about how like Disney shows these days are like not about like high schoolers or about like elementary middle yeah. schoolers, which is like a problem. They like really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. feel like it doesn't. Yeah, when we were kids, we always watched shows about like sixteen-year-olds. Yeah. Which I guess is like, I don't know. Oh my bad. How dare. Um, <laughs> dare <laughs> I I don't know if it's like a good thing or a bad thing for kids to like constantly be fed like teenage content yeah you could but argue both I'm not both. a parent or like I mean, on a board how that like decides I felt those things when, I, don't, I don't give a like, shit like when I was that young kid watching like you know um, like Raven Simone in high school yeah. and Miley Cyrus in high school like I remember like looking almost up to that. Like, I did too. Like, oh, I'm gonna be a high schooler one day, and like my life is gonna be like I'm gonna yeah. be Oliver Oaken. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you do. Yeah. Um. But like, I like, think I'm not gonna be. I'm gonna be the side character. Exactly. But I'm still gonna be there. I'm gonna have two. No, like... I think that's true. I think I grew up like excited for high school, mm-hmm. and I think if I was a kid now watching the shows that are like about like 11 year olds, I would be like, why don't I have a cool life like this cool 11 year old? That's so true. Um, like, why doesn't my dog have a blog? Why doesn't my dog have a blog? Yeah. My dog's an idiot. He could never write <laughs> What a would blog. your dog's blog be about? My dog's blog would... Absolutely nothing. He's so stupid. <laughs> I love him more than anything on earth. But he cares about, like, three things, which are, like, obviously food, uh, stealing my blankets, <laughs> and, oh, my parents are convinced that he likes to watch Roseanne. What? So, yeah, they like to leave the TV. Well, Roseanne's not on. So he anymore. must have been really upset okay. about the tweet. Yeah, yeah, he was really upset when they when they pulled the reboot. Although it is coming back without <laughs> Roseanne. Wait, what? Yeah, so they're they're redoing show. it as yeah. the Connors, and Roseanne's not going to be on it anymore. Which personally, I love it. Can't I'm looking wait. into an invisible camera right now. <laughs> like, Jim from the office. Jim from like, the office. What? But like my parents will leave the TV on like when we go out to dinner and I'll be like, let's turn off the TV. And they'll be like, no, he likes to watch Roseanne. Aww. It's really cute. But he doesn't. He's a dog. Yeah, he is a dog. He doesn't know anything. Yeah, I um, my dog would probably blog about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I love saying that. Like, Mom. dog, vlog. Like, my you could do a vlog. sick freestyle verse. Like, uh, I'm not going to do it now. Because I got my dog. We typing a blog. <laughs> we we driving in LA, so we avoiding the smog. Oh. Hey! It rhymes, but it's also about, like, environmental <laughs> issues. Right, right, right. We, we not on the East agree. Coast. We don't have any fog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's right, though. We he is don't. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I tried to get the sound effects, but I can't I figure out a way to like. Yeah, <laughs> if my laptop wasn't dead. Um, oh man, I'm sorry. Yeah, fun fact: Cade <laughs> didn't charge anything for this anything. episode. We're shooting on my iPhone. We're <laughs> looking at Netflix in the on the TV. Can we talk about Freaks and Geeks, which is oh, the best yes. show yes. of all time? Freaks and Geeks is the best show of all time. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of the actors, I mean, are legends. So like, it's cool to watch them now, like being fans of them as adults. Yeah. It's like, oh wow, they used to be my age. We're all spiraling towards an inevitable <laughs> death. Like, Except they're all like doing pretty well. Yeah. So it's still like a positive thing. Exactly. Where it's like we're all gonna die someday, but like, look at that, Linda Carlini's doing great. Yeah. She's doing good. Yeah. <laughs> she and, looks uh, good. Your buddy, uh, my buddy yeah, Sam, Sam Levine, my yeah. best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so he's he's the, he's a. I love how he, they got his face in the poster in the corner. Over I know there, he's but. way in the back. <laughs> he's no, one he's, of my he's favorite guy. characters on the show. He's, oh, he's he's nuts. So good. Yeah. And he's, he's just just like that in real life. It's so it's so <laughs> funny. Even the kid, even the main kid, like he's not even like a real movie star, but he like roast Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so weird. He yeah. was he was on Bones. Which, oh, he was. Yeah. Okay. Did. Do you guys watch Bones? I, I watched watch like Bones. seven seasons. Does anyone watch Bones? Is Bones? No, Bones isn't still on. But I did watch the first like seven seasons of Bones nice. pretty religiously. Nice. And he was on it for like the middle seasons. I think they killed him off in one oh. season because basically John Francis Daly, I think, just wanted to leave and like write movies. Was he the main? Good for him. No. no. He was like the psychologist. Oh, okay. Yeah, he cool, was cool. delightful. But then, like, yeah, then he went, yeah, he wrote fucking Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And a lot of other, he wrote Horrible Bosses. Really? Horrible yeah, bosses. both yeah, of the Horrible Bosses. I vacation. like Horrible Bosses. He wrote the new bosses. Vacation. I do, too. Yeah. And I like the sequel more, but. I don't think I ever saw the sequel, it's actually. Good. I like the first one I heard one good lot. things about it. Yeah. yeah, I like both. I really like Charlie Day. <laughs> So, what's like some of his work? I'm not that familiar. That's it's always, the, uh, soft, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Which Charlie is Day. one of the best shows ever. Yeah, it's still I, going. It's one of that those shows that like I'm holding off to watch because like there's 13 seasons of it, so you might want to start <laughs> like soonish because they're like still going. <laughs> what are like some of your favorite uh, comedy TV shows? Like half, um, hour, half hour, hour. Like ever, or, like currently on TV. Both. Both. Yeah. I do love Sunny. I do love Freaks and Geeks. Right now I'm watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, mm. which I think is one of the best written shows on TV. It will not get any Emmy nominations, and I'm already mad. What? Why not? It just, it's been like totally underappreciated by the, like the, its first season, Rachel Bloom got a Golden Globe for like Best Actress in a Comedy, and mm-hmm. we're all like, this is amazing. It's a new and Veep. It's a new Veep. And then it did, and then Veep continued to be right. Veep Ooh, is my Veep. favorite show. I love Veep. Yeah. I like, I want to be mad that Veep does so well at the Emmys, <laughs> but I can't. It's so good. I just put together a little edit of Donald Trump talking to the press, like with Veep credits at the end. <laughs> yeah. I've done, t- I've done two of those edits yeah. so far because like Veep is my favorite show and Donald Trump is a monster, megalomaniac. Yeah. So I like putting the two together. It's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Check it out on my YouTube channel. I'll link it in the description. This is a good plug to your own thing. Yes, on, on my own podcast. thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love Veep. Um, I love The Good Place right now. Oh, that's also been recommended to me a lot. Have I'm you not to start... watched it? No, it's with it's Kristen really good. Bell. Kristen right? Bell. Yeah. It's so good. But I also, it's uh, created by Michael Schur, who I also love, who created Parks and Recreation, Ugh. which is one of my top shows of all time. It's the best. It's so good. Parks and Rec or The Office? I'm a Parks and Rec fan. Okay. I'm, like, I'm a I huge Office fan. I love both so much. Yeah, I but love Parks both. and Rec, I like... I feel more emotionally connected to it now. Like to Leslie Knope. Yeah, ben definitely. Wyatt. Definitely. Like, yeah. I like the characters so much. And I like, it's just, I love The Office, and I think it paved the way for so much TV. Definitely. And I will always love it so much. But Parks and Rec to me just feels like such a, like, sunny, like, optimistic version of it. Totally. While still being super fucking hilarious. Yeah, definitely. And I love it so much. I still, I rewatch it all the time if I'm just having, like, yeah. like a lazy day at home. I'll rewatch, like, my favorite episodes from season three of Parks and Rec, which mm-hmm. is one of the greatest seasons of television hey. ever. Yeah, I love that show. Um, like, what character do you resonate with the most? Um, at one point I probably would have said Leslie Note, but I feel like I'm an Ann Perkins now. Nice. But like at one point when I was like much louder and like more like, like determined. To right. Like, yeah. I also like, love like the whole government part of it. I do too. It's like, because it's still like a very realistic view of how terrible government can be right. while also being like, this is how government should be. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we should help people. Yeah. And I really love that. Because while I love Veep, it's like all garbage. No, it's, it's like, like a group of like the world's worst people. Yeah. Which is what the actual government the actual is. That's why I like Veep so much. Because like, they're literally like bad people. They're bad people. And that's what the government is. Um, <laughs> pretty much always. Um, but I think there's always like potential for like good people to do good things. And yeah. what I like about Parks and Rec is that it's like about like the small scale like local government like doing things for like your community, which is totally. something that I like very much. Even though I like could be like a better person. Yeah, <laughs> we all to, could like, supporting my community. Yeah. Man, so like, what's but the last community service you did? Like, <laughs> <laughs> man, we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but like Armando Inucci from Veep, like mm-hmm. I want him to like. Did you see uh, Death of Stalin? Not yet. It's I really, really want funny. To. Like I, 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 didn't know you know if I would enjoy it. It's like about Russia, whatever. But it's like, <laughs> it's all in English. <laughs> like it's all in English. It's so funny. Did you think it was maybe gonna be a foreign film? I did. I really did. <laughs> With a name like Armando Inucci, like yeah, um, that's fair. Uh, <laughs> I guess it's, it's, it's not watch. fair. It's not. It's, it's wrong. The, the, the reason why Netflix is open, in case you're wondering, is because I I run this podcast called the Mini of Podcast or whatever. Where every week we talk about like a different director. Uh-huh. Um, nice. So like this week we're talking about uh, Alfonso Cuarón, who did uh, um, um, Gravity and mm-hmm. Children of Men, which is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't watched a lot of his earlier stuff. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna watch it. So I looked up, you know, his IMDb, of course. And uh, I see this one movie, E2 Mama Tambien. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, I haven't seen this one before, but like, I don't know, for some reason, I just assumed it would be in English. I mean, the, the title was in Spanish. It's a Spanish, you know, Spanish. I didn't, I just didn't make You thought it was some like clickbait. Yeah. <laughs> so I click on the movie, and I'm yeah. like, yo, where's the fucking subtitles? <laughs> just, which, by the way, I love foreign movies, by 
the way. I love yeah. foreign movies. It, for some reason today, just, I was just thrown off, you know? Right? Um, but then it kind of just opens immediately with like a sex scene. So yeah. I was like, all right. I'm, and the rest I, of the movie continues to be sex Yeah, sex scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen it uh, I don't like films with subtitles. Oh. Okay. <laughs> It's like it's like reading a book with your peripheral vision. Like why? <laughs> it's not. But <laughs> wait, are you gonna have to take? I don't actually know what they make you take in production. Are you gonna have to take international cinema too? The oh, his, international history of cinema. I think yeah. I think so. Yeah. Don't, uh, don't take one. Take two. Take two take is two. two is better than one. They make screenwriters take it. And okay. We watch Itu Mama Tambien in that class, but it was the only class that I like deliberately stayed awake for. Um, <laughs> there were days. Look. I can't, like, stay awake in lecture classes, like, 90% of the mm-hmm. time just because I'm, like, in a chair in a dark room, mm-hmm. and then my body's like, you gotta go to bed It's, now. like, disassociating. It is. It's awful. And so I will, like, sleep through so many classes on accident. I, like, took a film history class for, like, one of my GEs last semester, and I was like, this is gonna be great. I love movies. I love history. I love movies. I love movies. I did not stay awake through a single lecture. Damn. And I, like, have no idea what those movies were. But international cinema, I was like, I don't want to take this class. I don't understand yeah. like neorealism or anything. Neo, sounds like neo-Nazis. Yeah, I, like, got to... <laughs> I don't know anything about... Like, what does the prefix Neo mean? I don't know. I think it means new. New? Yeah. Oh, that would make sense. So it's like neo-soul is like uh, new soul. Or like neo-noir you. is like new noir. Thank I, I don't you know. for being here and knowing that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I mean I'm taking a swing here. No, I, don't, I, I don't believe know. you. I'm taking it as fact. <laughs> Me too. Like, we, watched, we watched that, cl- that movie in that class, and I knew... What that it was just gonna be um, Diego Subtitles. Luna? No, I knew that it was just gonna be Diego Luna and uh, Gael Garcia Bernal yeah, just, just like having sex with yeah. a one like a beautiful woman the whole movie, and so I was like, "Hello!" I was like ready for it. Like snorted a line. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we pre-gamed Itu Matamian. No, I used to like do the same thing in my lecture movie classes. Like, um, I would leave at the break, so like I didn't have to like watch, watch the screen. The movie. And did you do that with Casper? I didn't do that with Casper. I did oh, it for this okay. other class, where like he would show like irrelevant documentaries. Oh. After the break. Weird. It was, it was <laughs> very like weird. It. Um, it was tough. Yeah, but we're paying so much money to go to the school. Where we're like, I don't want to watch a movie. It's like, thank God we don't go to Harvard <laughs> Law School because we're assholes and we don't deserve it. Oh, it's so true. I, oh, God. I fuck with, with Casper's only because we get to watch it in like 35 millimeter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I had this postmodern class, man. Oh my God, the worst class I ever took at US. He that, hates that, postmodern. He just hates people who are like under 30. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's anybody like young. Or youthful is a postmodern baby, and he uh-huh. doesn't like them. And he yeah. teaches college, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, he does it for the money, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. Well, Somehow stage. we always end up talking about Casper. I like. know this. Wait, this is the second time we talked about. <laughs> yeah. We're, I think we should have a rule: no more Casper no on this Casper podcast, on unless it's the yeah. mattress, um, unless they're sponsoring us. Um, <laughs> Casper mattress, the best sleep you'll get. <laughs> We're not sponsored. Well, we have Casper, like four viewers. You know, Casper does. Uh, I mean, we're talking about Casper. He does kind of look like a ghost. So we can talk about uh, oh Casper the, the friendly. Casper the Casper friendly the friendly ghost. ghost. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But what was I gonna say? I don't know. <laughs> Gone now. <laughs> I'm sure it was really important based on 
Oh, we could talk about TanaCon. Did you hear about TanaCon? I only know, like, a little bit about TanaCon. Mm-hmm. Who is she again? She's a YouTuber. Uh, yeah, Tana Mojo. She said the N-word. Yeah, is she's... True? Like, oh, there was a controversy <laughs> that so- surfaced with her a few years ago. Tana Mojo's a YouTuber who does, like, beauty guru vlog-style YouTube videos. And she w- she got kicked out of VidCon um, last year. And so she was like, you know what, guys, we're just going to throw our own VidCon, guys. Like, you know, like, I can totally do that, like, um, with that many likes in the sentence. And she held an event for in a Marriott, uh, which is a hotel, and she sold, like, 5,000 tickets, and there was only room for, like, 1,000 people. And it was, like, this big, like, corporate um, company called Good Times that was, like, putting on the event. And it was run by a literal 20-year-old kid um, (laughs) who was, like, taking money out of his pocket to, like, pay for TanaCon. Because he was like, oh, this is going to be, like, a huge launching for Good Times or whatever. Um, But then it all fell to shit. And, like, kids stood outside in the sun, like, getting sunburned for, like, four hours. I couldn't fuck with that, personally. (laughs) Um, but I also can't fuck with VidCon necessarily. I went to VidCon once. Really? How, How was, was it? it? It was fun. I I was definitely like more into like the whole um, like going to like VidCon thing. Like when I went to VidCon, obviously. <laughs> um, but like nowadays, I don't know if I'd go to VidCon. It just seems very like um, saturated, and like a lot of my creators, like the creators I watch, like don't go to go. VidCon. So. so what's the point? Yeah, but I wouldn't go to TanaCon either. So I went to Politicon last year. Oh, what's that about? Politics. <laughs> oh, because Paul, what is it called? Politicon. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I was at the Pasadena Convention Center and I live in Pasadena and oh, my cool. friend was going so he was like, you should go. So I was like, okay. So I bought like $40 tickets to Politicon and it was like kind of cool and kind of the most stressful experience of my life. <laughs> we got to see, the best part was we got, well, first of all, we got to see a taping of Pod Save America, which was super chill. And then we like, there was like a Veep panel where like two of the writers no and, um, Timothy Simons and Clea Duval were there. Mm, so that was that's awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. So. It was like early in the morning and so it like wasn't that crowded, but like yeah, it was great. Um, but then the other things we went to were like a lot of like political panels about political things. I went to the Chelsea Handler and um, Tommy Laren. Oh, Chelsea Handler and Tommy Laren yeah, yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. That oh was like God. the big one of the big events. Did Chelsea like rip her new one? Pretty much, but like she like Tommy Laren like fights back something just oh his freezer just made oh, ice oh that's what it was i thought it was something it sounded like somebody like threw a bunch of marbles in the hallway <laughs> and i was like this feels like hijink <laughs> but like they they had like a it wasn't a debate like chelsea handler was basically there to interview tommy laren mm-hmm. and it was like really really stressful it was awkward i saw the video yeah online. So, yeah, yeah definitely it, watching that it was stressful tonight. the best part was when tommy laren was like talking about like how care and like not liking Obamacare and then like Chelsea Handler was like well if I can ask like what what do you do for health care like who, what do you have for health care and Tommy Laren was like well uh you know I am since I'm under 26 I am still on my parents uh health care and like the whole crowd was like it was, oh. 10 seconds. it was 10 full seconds of everyone in the crowd going oh Tommy's on <laughs> like the exact thing that Obamacare is. Yo, did right? I, somebody yeah. threw exactly. water at her, right? Recently, somebody oh, threw. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody threw a glass of water. Yeah, at her I mean, like a which like I don't agree with, but I agree with. Like I, w- 
I mean, I'm so past the point of caring about like tiny little things happening to evil people. Yeah. Like, it's like, <laughs> like if you just like go to a stranger in a restaurant and you're like water in the face, it's like chill the fuck out. But when it's like a horrible person, I'm like, you've done such a good thing today. For I have a me question. Personally. Would you rather get water thrown at you or flour thrown at you? Probably water. Yeah, water. me too. It like dries pretty fast it's like not a big deal to get like you look gross for like a couple of minutes until it dries flowers yeah, like, like you look like you peed yourself whatever where am i getting water thrown on me <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like flower is like a whole different ball yeah remember that was like a trend like oh let's see who's gonna get flour thrown at them this week was it <laughs> yeah it was when? like kim kardashian got flowered um like paris hilton oh. I remember the flower thing. Like yeah. That. That I guess the, I kind of remember. Like, that was the big, like, troll, right? Like, the yeah. pranker who, like... I think it was the same guy who, like, tried to kiss, like, Will Smith or something. What? Yeah, yeah. I think he, like... Well, all right. Well, that guy needs to go to prison. No, he should and probably and, go to jail. And, yeah. and then I think, apparently, like, he, like, tried to, like, hug, like, Brad Pitt's, like, dick or whatever. And then, like, got, like, What? How do you hug a dick? Like, he, like... Like he had jumped over. Jesus. It was at a. It was at a. I think it was at a red carpet. So then, like, I think he like hopped over and had like grabbed like Brad Pitt's like waist and was like holding on to it. Or like, <laughs> and then, like, Brad Pitt like kicked him off and um. then got some security. <laughs> So oh my god brad pitt dude like where is he these days he was in one second of deadpool too yeah i yeah. enjoyed deadpool oh, yeah. too did you see deadpool i haven't seen it yet oh i'm I sorry spoiler alert. It's, it's i knew he was in it somebody else already uh, okay. for like one second yeah i don't care that much about like spoilers really yeah me neither i mean you're I a screenwriter i'm a screenwriter that's the thing they always say like there are no spoilers in film school and it's true like mm-hmm. I'm over it now. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah. It's a business. It's just, a business. It's, it's really business. I just saw uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, and it's really weird seeing it this early. Is it I good? Talk about it. I think it's really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I personally, I like the first one, so. I did, too. The second one, the second one was, like, the same thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I feel what, good about it. What then. did you think about, like, the humor? Was there a good humor? or was It, it like... was a lot of humor. Okay. It's probably the nice. funniest, or I should say, like, it's probably the one Marvel movie that's trying the hardest to be funny. Okay. Uh, but I, I gotta say, like, if 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 it wasn't a comic movie and if it wasn't, like, uh, a comedy, like, you know, an Academy didn't hate it, like, it's probably, like, Paul Rudd's, like, best performance. Wow. Because <laughs> he just goes, like, super hard. It's not, like, dramatic, but it's just really, he goes really, really hard with the physical comedy. That's good. Yeah. I love him. Me too. He looks amazing. What are some of your favorite, like, Paul Rudd movies? Um, All of them. Specifically, I love Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's like one of my favorite movies of all time. And him in that movie is so fucking funny. Have you seen it? Yes. Yes, good. Many times. Yeah, it's such a good movie. And him just... Jason Segel. Jason Segel, who I love dearly. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I love him in that. He's so funny. I love him in like... I like him in just like all of like Apatow's stuff. Me too. I love him in... um, uh, 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. Where he, just, he, like, is progressively, like, oh, worse throughout so that funny. movie. I love him so much. Knocked Up. Knocked Up. Knocked Up's up probably my favorite John Apatow movie. Knocked Up is so good. Yeah. It's a really like, good, yeah. good one. I'd say my favorite Paul Rudd movie is Role Models. Mm. I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, I feel like it's a really good movie for him. Like, I feel like yeah. he plays that character so well. I think he's... 
He's too talented. And he he looks too good. He's an he's, all-American actor. He's like 50 years old. He's 50? He's 49, I think. Jesus. Like, specifically. And he looks incredible. He does not look 50. That's for no. sure. He yeah. was on Friends back in the day. Um, I loved him on Friends. <laughs> really? I he didn't was, know that. He was on Friends, like, the last couple of seasons. <laughs> my mom on. saw an ad for Ant-Man and the Wasp. She's like, oh, my God, that's Aiden from Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no. Ah! <laughs> That's Paul Rudd. Um, I wish Paul Rudd had been Aiden on Sex in the City. He was. That was. He, <laughs> that was he him. Was him. Yeah. Um, let's see. What happened this week? Like anything that made you laugh in particular? What did make me laugh? The news is horrifying, yeah. so it's like hard to laugh at things. Um, the other night, I just like watched. I've been watching. Um, have you watched Michelle Wolf's uh, show yes. on Netflix? Yes. I love her, mm-hmm. and so I like. I was, like, behind, so I binge-watched, like, three or four episodes of The Break, and I think she's great. Okay, after the first episode, I couldn't get on board, like, Really? Personally. Some people, like, didn't like it that much. I loved her correspondence in her set, yeah. like, that uh, That was one of my favorite sets I've ever watched, personally, yeah. but, like, I don't know, her show, I just have to, like, check out the other episodes, I guess. I really, yeah, I really, really like it. I just think it's, like, I don't know, it's, like, different from other late night shows and that she just sort of comes out and is very clearly like everything's a garbage fire let's yeah. play a game with Hannibal Burris I and I that. like it like cause it's like it's like the clear acknowledgement that like the world is falling to pieces Absolutely. but I feel like like at the end of the week like I don't watch every late night show right now cause I'm like busy constantly mm-hmm. and I like to go to bed and that's important it's important to sleep but I, I like watch like YouTube, like like clips and stuff from like all of the shows at the end of the week. And by the end of the week, it just feels like just the same thing a bunch of times where it's like Trump did something horrible yep. again. There was a shooting there again. There was a shooting again. Oh, I feel something so horrible happened this week. And it's like exhausting. And it's not that I want them to stop covering that because I think that like as long as we're going to be comedians in like a terrible, horrifying time, like we have a responsibility to acknowledge like when terrible things happen. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'm tired of like watching comedy about it all the time. Yeah. I just wish that like we could have like a normal society where I could like just hear some jokes. Some jokes about like making a sandwich. Right. Yeah. yeah. Those were the best. With his comedy, I mean, you just made jokes about him like having big ears and stuff, but it wasn't like it's, it's not, not like it's you're not making like jokes. You could die yeah. today. Yeah, yeah, we're going to war in North Korea exactly. or yeah. children being held at the border. Like, yeah, you know, like oh I forget God. what it was like before um, Trump. I just yeah, it's tough. My man. brain yeah. has not. I mean, been you able know. to deal with Where that. were you guys when he was elected? Do you oh, remember? Oh my God, I was in my living room and. I was using like the Snapchat filters that like they you they put up for the election, <laughs> and I was like taking pictures of them like with the different filters on their faces, and I was like, this is historic. <laughs> <laughs> I was convinced Hillary Clinton was gonna win, Me and too. I wore my Hillary Clinton shirt that day because I was like, got a supporter, and I walked around um, campus like in this Hillary Clinton shirt all day, and oh, then God. yeah, and then at the end of the day, I had to like. 
um, for reality starts here for the worst class of all time. Yeah, it's a, um, not even a class. Like. No, it's not. I we had to. Sh- I was like shooting. We I went to like Mark's Tower. I think is where we were shooting, and we shot like um, a video for reality. And in between takes, we were, like, checking, like, like the polls and, like, results as they were coming in. And, like, the night started off, like, so positive. Mm-hmm. And it, like, slowly went down as oh. we were, like, oh. And, like, one guy who was there with us was, like, doing, like, the math to be, like, this is what she needs to win. And oh, then clearly man. it was, like, oh, she needs Florida to win. And it was just, like, this slow, like, sad downfall of a night. And then I, like, it was, like, take, it was, like, doing a walk of shame in my yeah. Hillary Clinton t-shirt <laughs> camp. Was like after we knew that like she holding your lost. stilettos yeah it was really sad like the government <laughs> fucked me so hard i had to like walk all <laughs> the way back to parkside yeah that's that's what happened i mean the next day at school like i remember kids some kids were crying some kids were chanting um <laughs> but it, it was just overall sad i remember it was sadness like i remember uh like i i, I was i was pretty upset and like i didn't even like really like hillary to begin with um, right, but and, it was like it, yeah, was, it was Hillary like, or yeah, or the devil, you know, literally. <laughs> uh, so I was like, oh my god. Uh, so of course I was rooting for Hillary. I was yeah. like sitting here on my couch, like watching the entire time. I was upset, like yeah, I don't know. I remember just like this overall dread, like nobody was talking to anybody. Yeah, and for yeah. like the entire week, like every class was like, okay, we're gonna discuss. Yeah, every <laughs> they yeah. they literally can't. Like I remember, okay, so like in high school, we had these things called DBQs. Do, did you guys have those like debate questions? Like you had to write an essay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and like nobody prepared for this AP Euro DBQ, and like our teacher was like the nicest, like soft spoken, like liberal woman and so the next day that shit was canceled like she was crying we were talking about it like yeah all that crazy shit but like there was this one teacher who like cried on my shoulder oh i was like bitch this is fucking cashmere get out (laughs) (laughs) yeah Every class I had, like, for the rest of that week was just, like, professors being, like, all right, mm-hmm. do we want to talk Yeah, what about was it like in college? It was that's, super... That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, reality Starts Here specifically was, like, canceled, but, like, you still had to come to, like, have a big discussion about mm-hmm. it, about, like, how we felt about it. So, of course, everyone left because we were, like, I... Th- no, I don't want to talk to, like, strangers yeah. about how I feel about this. Ugh. Um, but, like, my screenwriting classes were all, like, this kind of sucks they're like all right guys take notes we can't write this shit okay <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> oh, but yeah. overall like do you enjoy the screenwriting program yeah i love screenwriting um i really like all my classes um it's like harrowing and stressful as mm-hmm. writing is constantly because it's like so creative and you're like putting so much of yourself like out there and like Mm -hmm. front of your classmates and like on the page i really love it i like today i got like really excited about like coming back to school i was like looking at my schedule and i was like i want to take so many fun classes i'm taking the podcast class there's a podcast class there's a podcast what 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 do you what is that it's in the School of Dramatic Arts i think there's probably still some slots open that's crazy yeah it's on tuesday nights um from like I think it's probably like a six to eight class Tuesday nights. It's called Creating the Hit Podcast. Wow. It's like theater. Don't quote me on this course number, but I think it's theater 
$4.99 or something under special topics. That's really cool. Yeah, it's great. They did it last year and like people loved it. Anna Ferris was like the professor for it. Wow. She came in like multiple times. Yeah, she does have a very successful podcast. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, are you taking, what other comedy classes are you taking? Um, I'm doing that. Am I taking any other comedy classes? I'm just doing, I'm doing my screenwriting, which is, oh, I'm doing, um, writing the original comedy pilot nice. for screenwriting. Which That's going to be, be so fun. fun. Yeah, I'm excited. And then just feature screenwriting, and then I'm taking <laughs> linguistics, Ooh, which will either sucks. be, like, super interesting that and cool, sucks. or, no. like, I'll, like, want to die. Yeah. No. I might want to die, but it's going to be fine. Do you speak any other languages? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't either. So, <laughs> as evidenced by the fact that you just said languages. Languages. I took French for three years in I high school. I took French for two years in high school, and I didn't oh, retain anything. Vraiment. What? Oh, I don't know. Tu peux pas un petit peu. This is annoying. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's even annoying me. Like, I like didn't. It's just because I didn't learn anything. I took it for two years, and I didn't learn shit. Also, what sucks is like I went to France, like in. Like the depth of my French education, like learning French, and um, like nobody there took, like they, they, for example, like I try to order something off a menu in yeah. French, and they just respond in English. Yeah, they like, know. Really, you're... really, bro. Like <laughs> they know that you're there, like on a school trip. They're yeah. not about to help you learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, I've been working for fourteen hours. I really <laughs> yeah. can't. Like, like I... when they they speak English, they're not gonna like make this harder for themselves by yeah. like indulging you and your fake friends it's so true like it's super impressive like a lot of people oh, yeah. speak english yeah and we're just over here like, like languages it, it's like crazy like like every other country in the world knows english yeah and we don't like, know we're shit. the only country that like we don't teach any like, we're such assholes america <laughs> fuck yeah <laughs> we just think everyone needs to learn english yeah I mean, I now we have, like, translation apps, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like, fine. I'm never going to learn another nah. language. I'm, I know that I'm not going to. <laughs> I, like, tried for two years, and I couldn't grasp no. anything. People thought I was good at French because I could, like, do the accent really well, but I had no Me comprehension. Too. Yeah, the accent's really all it's about. Yeah. So, like, everybody was like, Hannah's good at French. They'd be like, Hannah, will you help me with my French homework? And I'd be like, I don't know what any of this means. Je ne sais pas. I can just, like... Swallow my R's. <laughs> That's all that is. Grapefruit in your R's. Grapefruit your R's. Oh, no. That's a callback, right? Callback to before the podcast before the, Oh, that was before it started? Yeah, okay. we didn't talk yes. about that on <laughs> Grapefruiting your man link in bio. Um, <laughs> if you put that link in the bio, I'll be so happy. It's there right now as we're doing this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, what have you been working on creative projects-wise, like... Oh, yeah. This summer. Were you filming something? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, tell us so about we that. Just, so we just wrapped filming on um, a web series hey. that will premiere on Trojan Vision in nice. the fall. Ooh, yeah, okay. actual premiere date, like TBA. That's awesome. Like we figure out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's called Funny Business. It's like a pseudo-meta uh, mockumentary about working for a college TV station. <laughs> so meta. So yeah, so we're it's meta. That's so awesome. Debuting it on the college TV station. Yeah, it's I'm really excited about it. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um, it's eight episodes. Hopefully, uh, it gets picked up. Hopefully, it gets picked up. Yep. Um, <laughs> by the CW. Oh and- <laughs> God. Crazy ex-girlfriend, right? Crazy ex-girlfriend is on the CW. Oh really? Yeah. Oh. 
That's sad. And Jane the Virgin. <laughs> Jane the, the CW, Virgin. man. Oh, man, the CW. On that station. What does CW stand for? I don't know. Terrible content? <laughs> TC. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, like us on Facebook, Funny Business. We have an Instagram. You could like it as Link in description. Well. Link in description. All of those links. <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. The tweets. Oh, oh wait, I think we're wrapping up, and we didn't even know it. <laughs> we didn't know. I just started plugging just started all plugging. Just social We media. just hit the one so, hour mark, too, so. By the oh, way, hell yeah. that's perfect. Timing. I think I figured out a question I want to ask every guest. Okay. And I'm going to have to get Riley's input on this. It might change, but I'm just going to try it out with you. Okay. Because you're a guinea pig. Yay. Um, <laughs> it's a very nice thing to say. <laughs> it's, to nice thing to say it's a flattering <laughs> compliment. Um, what are... What are some conspiracy theories that either you believe in or you find interesting? Conspiracy theories, anything related to conspiracy theories. So my first one, I love, um, I don't believe that it's necessarily true, but I love the Paul McCartney is dead conspiracy theory. It is my favorite of all time. I've never heard that one. Have you never heard it? No. So I love the Beatles very, very much. And I hate the Beatles. Are you saying that just to be The Beatles music sounds so bad, like... Who would put on the Beatles and like enjoy it? You know millions I mean? of people. <laughs> Literally billions she loves of people. You, yay, yay. <laughs> like what is that? Yeah. Point is. Opinions. Everyone Opinions. has them. <laughs> Anyways, the conspiracy <laughs> theory. The conspiracy theory is that the theory is that Paul McCartney, the Beatle, died in a car accident in like the sixties oh, and that oh, they replaced shit. him with a lookalike who has been playing with the Beatles and, like, living life as Paul McCartney ever since. Uh And the theory stems from, like, a lot of, like, hidden imagery in, like, Beatles album covers and, like, stuff you hear in Beatles songs. And, like, it's largely bullshit, but it's, like, so deep and, like, people have, like, pulled so much random bullshit about it. I just think it's fascinating. Yeah, that's really cool. basically after a while, it it got so famous that, like, the Beatles themselves obviously knew about it, and then we're just fucking with people. Mm -hmm. They were like, no, we should do. should make Paul stand backwards on this album cover, and then people (laughs) think it means he's dead. (laughs) And so they just, like, did shit. So I love that one. Jesus. Another one that I um, do genuinely believe, do you remember, um, I guess it was probably a couple months ago, uh, when Trump did like some speech somewhere and Melania was standing behind him and she had like these big sunglasses yes. on and people were like that doesn't look like Melania. Yes. I a thousand percent believe that that wasn't. Melania. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they like, have doubles anyway. They so. have doubles. She her nose looks totally different, totally different shape. She has giant sunglasses on. Her hair looks different. So different. And at one point during the speech, Trump said something about like. I, being super sad that Melania couldn't be there. What? Yeah. <laughs> and she was sitting right behind him. So that one I believe is true. And then the Bro. third one, I love um, talking about the Church of Scientology. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. That's some fucked up shit. It's fucked up. And I can't walk through like Hollywood without bad mouthing the Church of Scientology and then like looking over and seeing that a Scientologist is standing like, right <laughs> next to me. Right. So I think they're going to kill me. Oh, God. Which is why I say this all the time that I'm like trying to get famous. So it'll be harder for the Church of Scientology to like <laughs> kill me secretly. That'll also give them more incentive. It will give them more incentive. But if I disappear, then like Leah Remini or somebody will be like, where's Hannah Kowalski? <laughs> so anyway, Shelley or they'll Mas- just replace you. Or they'll just replace me. Yeah. But Shelly Miscavige, the wife of the president of the Church of Scientology, hasn't been seen in like over a decade. Oh, and they're the like, fuck? she's fine. She hasn't <sighs> made a public appearance since like 2007. Oh no. Um, and so I'm convinced that she's like dead or like 
like out on an island yeah somewhere. that's really scary um and that's why leah remini left the church was because like nobody would tell her where shelly miscavige went because she went to Tom Cruise's wedding to Katie Holmes and was like, where's Shelly? And they were all like, don't talk about Shelly. Shelly who? Like everyone was really mad at her for asking about Shelly. <laughs> the name Shelly is Shelley amazing. Is like, I know. <laughs> what does that remind me of? That reminds me of something. Shell gas station? Yep. <laughs> you got it. Shelly, fill up your tank. Fill up your tank. Shelly Miscavige, she's dead. Anyway, those are some great ones. Those are my conspiracy theories. Um, I heard one this week I really like about how dinosaurs existed at the same time as humans. <laughs> you <laughs> always, yo, this dude has always been. So, it's either dragons or or dinosaurs. What? One in the same, Robert. One in the same. Um, like, okay, my evidence for that. So, like, you look at the Chinese calendar, like the New Year, and all of those animals are real except for the dragon. And um, let's see what else here. Um, <laughs> If you look at Jurassic World, like... Did, did you see the second one? Wait, wait, did you see the second one? No, I heard it's trash. I'm oh, not- no. Like, see, here's the thing, man. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is my little thing. I think this is it's exactly what happened with Star Wars with The Last Jedi, but with, with, with Jurassic Park, where, like, hardcore Jurassic Park fans hate this movie. As a hardcore uh, Jurassic Park fan, I get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, yeah. You, did you watch it? No, I haven't seen it yet, because okay. I'm, like, outraged at its existence. Yeah, me too. But, like, I'm not giving it a chance. Like, I'm still the asshole. <laughs> this, is a, this is a fascinating question, because I, I, I don't really like Jurassic Park, like, at all. Like, I, I like, marginally like the first one, and then that's kind of it, right. you know? So, for this one, I thought it was awesome, because it was just, like, fuck the rest of the movies, you know? It's just yeah. going to be, like, you know? So, I don't know. I appreciate it on that front, but... Did you see it? Yeah, I did, yeah. You I fucking it? loved it, dude. Damn. I was present when I walked out. Like, I know. I'm I'm gonna hate it on principle. That's my problem. Yeah, I'm too yeah, stubborn. Cause yeah. I'm a big Jurassic Park fan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go in and be like, it's not the same. Laura Dern wasn't there. Iconic music. Just play us out, kid. Play us out, kid. <laughs> um, what else? I I did see a movie this week. What was it? Um, Incredibles two. Incredibles two. I loved oh, Incredibles. I too. loved it so much. And. I thought that it it fell a little flat. It definitely wasn't as good as the it's first one. It's not as good as the first, but it's still good. It's still good. It's still and well uh, Robert, do you have a rebuttal? Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's all that great. I mean, I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's decent. I don't know, man. I think I just get my expectation too high for. Yeah. Especially, I mean, I feel like the yeah. first Incredibles. I, I personally think is one of the smartest superhero movies of all time yes. and the smartest animated film yeah. of all time it definitely so. didn't talk about like the start the smart like topics that incredible yeah yeah, yeah, it's, not yeah. As, it's not as smart it's not as deep it's not as complex i feel like it's much more of like a surface level superhero movie yeah i think so i was also like wa- while watching the movie i was thinking about like this one youtube channel film theory that like tries to mm, like get like the truth behind movies or whatever right. and like, the location and time of The Incredibles, I feel like, is, like, Chicago 1960s, because, yeah. like, it's a metropolitan city on the water. Well, the 1950s. Like, in the first one, they even have, like, there's, like, a shot of a newspaper where it's, like, 1962, which apparently, I, like, watched or read something where it was, like, that wasn't, like, necessarily intentional on the part of, like, the filmmakers, mm-hmm. but it's, like... That was like the era they were going for anyway. Yeah. Like, right. What they, what I even read was like what they wanted to go for was like um, 
what people in the 1960s thought the future was going to look like. Right, exactly. So it's that, like, yeah, yeah it's like that's that so ret- interesting. It's that retro chrome thing. I love that. Where I do too. It has yeah. a very specific aesthetic. And, exactly. and I appreciate the first one. I mean, I know the, the flashback scenes in the original take place in like 1947 yeah, exactly. or something and like that. Yeah, and they've got the old, like, newsreel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I love that because it I, very yeah. much reminisces, like, the movies of his time period, yeah. too. So, oh, that's I don't know. The second yeah. one was just like. I, I hated how they opened the movie on the 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 guy. Like yeah. that made no sense to me. Like yeah. as soon as that happened, I kind of checked out. I'm not gonna lie, you know. That's not how I would have opened it, probably. Yeah. But yeah. all in all, I still it was like Wait, I thought it was really enjoyable. Opening it on like Violet's love boyfriend interest, yeah, or whatever. The boyfriend yeah. love interest yeah. with like I the really See, I like that because it was like a perfect like transition from the last movie. I feel like you know they like you can watch them back to back and they'll. I just wish they would have opened with the action sequence. Instead of the kid, because yeah, that kid's yeah. like a non factor in the movie. Yeah. You know? Also, he looks totally different in the sequel than he yeah. did in the first one. I feel like one. all Which, the characters look they a all do, different. But he, yeah. like, in the first one, he's like blonde. He's got like a terrible, like, <laughs> 90s, like, haircut. And he's got like these, like, heavily lidded eyes because, oh, like, God. the animation was way worse. And then they, like, completely, like, rebooted his face for the yeah. next one. He's, like, longer and he's got dark hair and, like, a long, like, like big beauty bird expectations nose. of the times. Exactly. He's way cuter in this one. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That first kid would not bone. This guy, for Ooh. sure. Yeah, Jesus. Definitely. You're I savage. Not, I would not bone the kid. Heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first. I would not bone the kid from The Incredibles. Would you grapefruit him, though? I would not grapefruit the kid from The Incredibles. Full circle, folks. Um, okay, I think I think we're good. We want to end on I'm not going to grapefruit the kid. Yeah, from The Incredibles. Um, so to make that abundantly clear. Okay, uh, anything you want to plug or shout out or talk I about? I already annoyingly plugged everything. And the links will be in the description. The links will be in the description. All right, cool, cool, cool. So <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And uh, once again, our ha- our guest is Hannah, whatever her last name is. And uh, <laughs> that's good, that's good. Shashelsky, right? Yes! Uh,